Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Detox. For today's episode, we have a very special guest, Lana, who is a health coach for her own fitness and health service brand, Simply Fit. Let's kick it off with a self-introduction. Go ahead, Lana. Ooh, okay. So putting me on the spot right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Lana. I don't even know what to say as a self-introduction. I'm female. I live in Tokyo, (laughs) Uh, but I was born and raised in Vancouver, Canada. I guess that's something interesting. And uh, I moved to Tokyo, I guess, four over four years ago now. Um, My mom's Japanese, so I've always been quite familiar with the culture. But I am definitely more Western-minded, I guess you could say. And I'm I'm so excited to be here and just share about my journey and anything else that you're going to be asking me today. So excited to have you. I Wait, I've only been to Canada like once and it was like a stopover. To be honest, you don't really need to go. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> a stopover is good enough. <laughs> it's so beautiful though. It looks no, so beautiful. it is. Yeah, like it has a lot of beautiful nature spots. But you know, like, I, f- I don't know about you, but when you're living in a country and you go traveling, you always think of the furthest place possible that you can go. Uh, so although I was living in Canada and grew up there, I haven't explored it very much. So that's why I guess I don't really have a lot to say about the country. So mostly my fault. Oh, I mean, honestly, same. Guam is like literally three hours wide and you can travel like the entire island. I've only done it like once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to wait for me to go then. We can do it together. Let's do it. <laughs> come on, Arena. You I'm have to so come <laughs> So where are you currently living now? Uh, so now, like, specifically in Tokyo, you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, so now you're in Tokyo, and yeah. you said you might be moving? Oh, oh right. yes. I forgot I mentioned that. So I've been living in Tokyo for four years, and it's been such an incredible experience. You know, I think, like, every other city in the world, it has its ups and downs. Um, that's mm-hmm. just sort of inevitable. But, um, yeah, like, I don't regret coming here even though it is so different from where I grew up in Vancouver, you know, for instance, Vancouver has a population of like 600,000 and Tokyo is what, 12 million, something like that. So mm-hmm. quite different from what I was used to. Um, but I feel like in the past four years, living in a place that I was not familiar with just helped me grow in such a fast pace in a short amount of time. And just the people that I've met um, and you know, the experiences that I've had, it's priceless, really. But then recently it came to a point where I thought to myself, like, huh, Tokyo's not really challenging for me anymore. I've kind of gotten used to it. And for me, ever since I was young, I've always loved a good challenge. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as we like to stay in our comfort zone, I'm the kind of person who just like every day I'm launching myself from one cliff off the next and so I thought to myself like okay I feel like now with my businesses which I'm sure we'll go more into since they're growing at a really good pace I feel like I need to be matching that same pace with my businesses so I felt like my businesses were growing so quickly yet I was so comfortable in my environment that I wasn't moving as quickly as I would like to be so I started exploring other places that I could live in that would kind of push me in a good way. I think your environment has 
a really big impact on how you feel, how you act, like literally everything. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking of moving to Berlin. Actually, like my moving date would have been today. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then now, I mean, with COVID and everything, the world is just so uncertain. Flights are just like not mm -hmm. a good idea. They're getting canceled like left, right, and center. And um, Europe also, the situation I've heard is getting worse a little bit there. And so mm. I was like, okay, I'll just push it back for a bit. I also am in the process of starting up a new company here. So I was like, you know what? My business partner would probably not like it if I just deserted him while we're establishing. <laughs> like, bye. Probably would appreciate <laughs> if I stayed for that. <laughs> but yeah, now I'm kind of thinking like, hey, Tokyo is starting to become a little bit more challenging again. So who knows how long I'll stay really like I change my mind on a daily basis. So we'll see. <laughs> That's insane, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of COVID, how is COVID for you in Tokyo? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know um, because I pretty much <laughs> go to like three places. <laughs> I go to like my house. I go to the grocery store. I like meet mm. with clients sometimes and I go to the gym. That's pretty much my life. But then if I did want to go clubbing, for example, the clubs are open, which is a wild yeah. idea for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Especially right now, it's a bit challenging <laughs> to go, but... That's cool, though. Like, I'm going to comment off topic, but I, I really think it's amazing how you're, you're kind of, like, looking for new ways to challenge yourself. I had, a like, a really long conversation with my mom, like, two days ago because I was having kind of, like, a mid-midlife crisis, you know, low-key. And um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one who has that. And I was, like, talking to her, and I was, like, can I just think out loud, and can you, like, reply with words and she was like uh okay and then I was like why am I so passionate about helping people and like why do we all have our own purpose on this planet and then also like why am I always the kind of person who is constantly seeking one challenge after the other instead of just doing you know the easy thing which is probably to you know, be born, go to school, enter a company, nine to five, go home, go to sleep, repeat, right? Because I think one part of entrepreneurship that no one really talks about is how, like, yes, you have the freedom to be your own boss. And yes, you have the freedom to like choose your vacation days and pick your hours and all of that. But for with the nine to five, when you go home, you know, unless you do overtime and also I know Tokyo is a little bit different because we have that wild um work environment but um you know with a, a typical nine to five once you go home it's like that's finished until the next day but when you're an entrepreneur and you're running your own business it's like your brain never turns off uh so mm -hmm. you're working like 16 hours even if it's not all work like plugging in numbers in excel or whatever you are you know doing all kinds of different things because you're unless you have like 100 employees, you're basically work doing the work of 100 employees. So in conclusion, about my discussion with my mom, my poor mother who had to deal with that, <laughs> she, she just kind of rooted it back to how I was when I was a kid. Apparently, you know, I do you know monkey bars? Is that a term that's universal? Yeah, monkey bars. Oh my gosh. But apparently when I was a kid, I couldn't do it. 
and all of my friends could. Um, and so because of that, I was really determined to learn how to do the monkey bars and be able to do it, but not so I can show my friends that I can do it, but for me, like I did it for my own personal challenge. And every day I would go on the monkey bars and even with kids were like, oh, let's play together. I'll be like, nope, I'm going to do my monkey bars. I love that. Oh my God, what a fighter. <laughs> But then, of course, you know, if other people wanted turns, I gave them turns. I was a fighter, but I was also nice. I just want to clarify that. Aw, but you are nice. So, Lana, I know you have a fitness apparel company, Dash 22, but could you tell us more about your company? Sure. So, Dash 22 is really my baby uh, <laughs> that I, I gave birth to like last <laughs> September, so a little bit over a year ago. And yeah, the reason why I started that company after I was in a period of my life where I was really trying to figure out what it is that I want to do in this world. I feel like everyone or a lot of people kind of go through that phase where, you know, you're curious about many things and you don't really know exactly what your your dream or your exact passion is. So for me, that year, um, well, I was working in a in consulting firm for a year, and then that was really good experience. I really enjoyed the fact that, you know, I was able to use my brain and kind of use my brain to help people. But then at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't really my true passion and my heart just wasn't in it anymore. And then I was thinking to myself, like, okay, what do I want to do? So I kind of explored like music video making. Um, because I thought it would be cool to like be on the creative side of things. And then I explored, I actually asked um, like a startup company if I could be their operations director because I thought it would be really cool to work with a startup. But then it kind of like, you know, I was putting my my heart out, out there um, to a lot of different people. And everyone kind of was like, oh, yeah, like not really giving me exact answers. Um, and then it got to a point where I just got so tired of just having my life be put in other people's hands mm -hmm. and I thought okay that's it <laughs> no more of this this is way too draining and I'm just becoming miserable I'm gonna take my life into my own hands I want to be in control of like my you know I guess you could say destiny whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. and so then I thought okay I'm gonna start my own business but I had no idea like what kind of business I wanted to do I just knew that making money was important so I thought okay mm -hmm. I'm going to do drop shipping through Amazon because that's one way that a lot of people make money. And so I did some product research and I was going to sell. Um, do you know, like, have you ever seen uh, when you make eggs, you can put this like rubber or silicone mold on the frying pan. And if it's a shape of a heart and you crack the egg in the heart, then yes, I actually have heart. one. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> no <Yeah>. way. So <laughs> yeah, I did my product research and I was like, I'm going to start selling those on Amazon and that's going to get me filthy rich. <laughs> and then like right before I was going to go on that. Alibaba and like order, I was like, wait, okay, okay, pause. I am not passionate about eggs or heart-shaped molds. And as much as like I would want to be making money, you know, it's really important for my heart to be in my business or else it's just not going to be successful in the long term. So then I started really looking into like, okay, what do I love? And it circled back to the studio that I used to go to in Shibuya, where they do like group fitness classes. And um, I loved that place. I went for almost 
every day like for two years they closed because of covid which is unfortunate but I went there really often and I just fell in love with the community there they honestly those people saved my life I was in a really dark period at one point um, and they kind of helped me through that and so I just thought like okay like I really love that community there and I want to do something that's kind of giving back to people like that people who are passionate about connecting with others and moving their body and just you know, just living life um, in a way that makes them happy. And I thought, okay, like, how can I give back to them? And I just thought the first thing that came to mind was um, like gym wear apparel and using that mm. as a way to kind of empower um, people. Cause I know that, you know, we all have stress in our lives and I just didn't want, oh, what should I wear? Or, oh, what, what bag do I bring to be an extra unnecessary stress that you have to add to your already busy life? That's amazing. Wow. That it was like a, that was like finding yourself low key. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like an enlightenment. I was like, whoa, that yeah. was like a huge, like, <laughs> it's like, can we like go shopping and like find ourselves one day? I don't know. <laughs> You never but, know. But, you know, I wanted to ask you, I know, right? I, you know, I wanted to ask you, how did you come up with um, the names Dash 22 and Simply Fit? Yeah, okay. So, uh, I mean, I have to go into Simply Fit because it's a whole other epiphany that I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so with the name Dash 22, I mean, just Dash was taken. So that's kind of the reason why I added a number. And then mm-hmm. the reason why I added a number, 22, was because, um, I don't know if you're into numerology or anything like that, but... It's considered to be a master number. Um, So it's a really powerful number, which means the ability to turn your loftiest dreams into reality. And my whole mindset is like, anyone can literally do anything. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand because I used to be in that position where we kind of build a prison in our minds and we're like, nope, this is the way it has to be. And that's kind of in Japanese, you would say shogunai, right? Like can't be helped. But then, like, why? Why do we put ourselves in this box when literally we all have the ability to do everything? The only variable is you. And so I just really wanted, I was really passionate about helping people kind of break free from that limiting mindset and go into the mindset of abundance. And so it really goes back to, you know, the concept of empowering people with their health with their wellness with their life and their passion and with dash it's kind of like dash was from the word dash like going quickly from point a to point b and i just feel like i mean you might experience this when you're in tokyo too but when you leave out literally gone for like the entire day (laughs) so um i just really wanted to again like have the concept that you know i'm gonna support you from point a to point b and um, make sure that you have all the tools that you need to do everything that you got to do in your day amazing that was Mm. i don't want to clap on this podcast but that was so cool that is such a great name to come up with your brand Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i didn't know there's such meaning behind it i really like how you're evolving into a brand that you want to be and how you know like okay like this is not my passion so let me take this what I already have and put into something that I know and you know want to do that's really really cool thank you yeah I'm excited to share about my epiphany that I had uh for that because I love actually, how spiritual like, you are simply fit concept <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even like that spiritual <laughs> I just like, keep getting like crazy like energy that 
go through my mind. How are you able to grow your brand throughout the years? Because, you know, one year is such a small time for a baby company. And I feel like it's exploded. You know, I've, I've seen it all over the place, to be honest, like all over my Instagram, all over my friend's Instagram. Like, going to be really honest with you. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. I'm glad. I haven't really been focusing on marketing as much as I should. So that's a good good um good thing for me. We love it. We love an honest girl here. <laughs> oh yeah, no BS here. Um but yeah, I guess like you know, I'm always back to what I was saying about feeling stuck. I'm always, you know, even if when things get hard, I'm always thinking of a small step that I can take every day. So uh, I think it goes to like back to the concept of consistency and how like do something every day and then there's 365 days in a year that's a lot um that means if every day you did something different that's 365 different things which is wild to even think about so when i first started this company like it was such a roller coaster you know i had no business experience Mm -hmm. and i was doing this completely on my own and the only person who knew to what extent, like the amount of energy that I was putting into this was me because I was Mm. solo. Right. So that was definitely (laughs) a a lonely path. And Mm. I I struggled a lot. Um, But at the same time, you know, I grew so much. And I learned a lot about, you know, what my real passion is. And throughout this journey, I actually found out about health coaching, which I didn't even realize existed as a profession. But um, I learned about what health coaching is and how, you know, because I thought it was just like doctors and therapists, and that's it. I didn't realize there's a whole nother category for health and wellness coaching. So I learned that that existed. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, I'm so passionate about helping people. And um, actually, like in Tokyo, throughout these years, I've also been teaching conversational English one by one, one on one. And some of my students would tell me like, hey, like, I know you're my English teacher, but I really feel like you're my therapist. Um, So I I just really love connecting with people. And so I I started looking into health coaching more and enrolled myself into a um, online certification program for that. And then with that, I kind of started realizing like, hey, like Dash 22, I'm not the reason why I'm so passionate about this company is because I like helping people. I want to empower people, not really because I'm interested in fashion whatsoever. You know, I am, I like to wear nice clothes, but that's pretty much the extent to my, my passion about apparel or fashion. Um, So then that kind of led into my health coaching career, moving quickly and dash 22 kind of just being sort of stagnant. And then one thing led to another. Um, this is like way too long of a story for one podcast. So I'll just skip like a couple of months here. But I ended up finding this guy named Butte on Instagram. And he was posting like body weight exercises and um, in English and Japanese. And I remember finding his profile and thinking like, oh, that's interesting that there's this like Japanese guy, but he's posting in English and Japanese and his English is pretty good. Mm. Um, so I reached out to him and we were started talking and turns out he actually went to university in the city where I grew up. Oh, wow. And so he's Japanese, but yeah, moved to Canada for four years. And he just came back to Tokyo because of COVID. Wow, that's actually so crazy. Yeah, I know. Wild coincidence. (laughs) I am a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. And I love me a good butterfly effect. But yeah, we ended up clicking and we work really, really well. 
And so I never would have imagined myself doing this, but I actually asked him if he would be interested in being my business partner for Dash 22 because um, with Dash 22 too, like I never realized how large my male audience would be. And for me with a company or a brand, it's really important for my audience or I guess customers, you can say to relate to the brand. And I was also so proud of, you know, starting this business on my own. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how you do it alone, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like, I was really proud of the fact that I was sort of a lone wolf. Um, and I'm really stubborn too. It's the German side of me, kind of a square head. But um, <laughs> I thought ultimately, you know, like, since this brand isn't even about me, it's about the people. And I know that the people are going to get more out of it if I do bring on like more members to my team so that I can just do more, give more value and also, you know, work on my health coaching business as well. Um, it just made sense. And then that kind of led into what is now becoming the other brand that we're starting, Simply Fit. That's so amazing. What a journey. So I have to ask you this, you know, I really relate to you saying like, oh, I'm so used to being the lone wolf, relying on myself. So what was it like being, a, you know, an entrepreneur in Tokyo out of all places? Because you're not originally from Tokyo, you're from Canada. So how what wh- what was your like process of like um, gathering all this information and being like, OK, this is what I want to do? I think, like I said before, about just being so fed up with having my life be in other people's hands. And I was just tired of always holding myself back because of that. I knew that I had a lot of ideas that I wanted to implement. I knew that even if I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with my life, I knew I wanted to do something big. Mm. Clarity comes from action, not thought. Like I started with Dash 22 and now I'm here with Simply Mm. Fit. Every decision leads you to the next decision. So all you have to do is make that first decision and then look at the next decision and so on and so forth. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So how do you like being a young entrepreneur in Tokyo? I mean, I I really like it. I feel like the city for me right now doesn't really make that much of a difference because a lot of my work is online. I think now with COVID too, mm. a lot of people are realizing the power of having an online business. Um, mm. But yeah, I guess like with Simply Fit, it worked out really well because there are a lot of neat people. I mean, I'll go into more of what simply fit the company is later but it's um more right. of a collaborative style than dash 22 dash 22 is like products and simply fits more focused on services so i guess in that sense it's really nice to be in tokyo because there are a lot of interesting people who are here both japanese and international wow so cool very inspiring girl <laughs> thank you so you mentioned about uh having another sub brand simply fit Um, Could you tell us more about the brand and how that kind of ties into you becoming a nutritionist and personal coach? So I became a health coach um, slash nutritionist first. I started that doing that since April. But um, with Simply Fit, it's a sub brand now, but it's going to end up being um, actually we're going to have a a big company that is going to include Simply Fit. But I, I can't share about that in this podcast. Maybe next time. <laughs> but Ooh. but with Simply Fit, I kind of just realized, um, you know, after talking to my my business partner after we started working together in the beginning of summer, 
kind of just going back to our, our why, you know, why are we passionate about doing what we do? And for us, you know, we understand that Japan, when it comes to health and fitness, it's behind a lot of Western countries, you know, for example, in the US, they understand that low fat diets are not really like healthy. It was a fad like 20 years ago. And now we're all about, you know, balance and we're past that. But then now Japanese people, they're like, oh yeah, low fat this, low fat that. And it like breaks my heart. I'm like, no, why? Like that was information from 20 years ago. Like, why are we into this now? You know? So I think we were really passionate. We're both really passionate about, and okay. So I think in Japan too, um, you know, diet culture is so prevalent and it, it's just, they say there's no, no diets don't work because diets really don't work like ultimately what works lifestyle and thinking of long-term goals so that's kind of what we're both passionate about the message that we want to spread but we also know that on the internet there's so much information on there and it can get so confusing you know like oh should I do keto should I do this that um is this card good is that protein bad oh like it's so confusing it's so stressful and overwhelming um but so unnecessary as well and that was my whole thing with dash me too as well you know I wanted to eliminate all that unnecessary stress because we already have so much on our plate um and I really believe that if we eliminate all that unnecessary stress then we can focus on our passions and doing what we love and connecting with people and just being human so with simply fit we i mean there's the word simple in it and so we really just want to make health and fitness simple going back to basics oh making it your lifestyle something mm-hmm. that everyone can just easily incorporate instead of thinking of like a six-week booty challenge or like a seven-day <laughs> i don't know like sugar well actually i was gonna say seven-day sugar cleanse but i actually do believe that everyone should do that <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, like instead of thinking of, you know, short-term quick fixes, thinking of long-term changes, building habits that are going to make you healthy and feel good for the rest of your life, because why would you want to be healthy for two weeks if you can learn the tools that are going to help you thrive for forever? Oh yeah, I totally agree with you. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. You must have been like done so much research just for this brand because health i feel like health has you know as you said before there's so many factors that can affect your health and every body is like different and that's also something i'm working on and you know ever since quarantine started i'm always trying to, i'm always trying to figure out like okay like this works for my body this doesn't work like of course like you know we're women so there every month we kind of get there was like you know fluctuations of course so i really like I, you know, as you said before, there's so much information on the internet that you get overwhelmed. So you creating this, especially for people in Tokyo who don't really understand diet culture just too much. I just find that so innovating and I'm really excited to see where your brand goes. I, I'll be following it. So no worries. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I, I find it really, I don't know. I think it's because now that we're focusing more on ourselves, especially because there is quarantine happening mm-hmm. around the world. You know, Irina always puts quotes, quote unquote, quarantine in Tokyo because Tokyo doesn't really have a quarantine just yet. But I think, you know, as I said before, I have so much time on my plate that like I do do a lot of research and sometimes I get really confused with the information that kind of passes through me, especially through my social media, you know, through like my nutritionist friends, all that stuff. So, you know, like you creating this platform, I think is life changing. I really do think it's life changing. 
I hope to make a really big impact with it. Um, so thank you so much. That means a lot to me. So yeah, the platform will be next year for sure. But then right now with Simply Fit, we're offering our services. So Ryu is a personal trainer. So he'll be offering personal training services and I'll be offering my health coaching services. And we've also got other members on our team who will be offering um, physical therapy and also calisthenics. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. That's so impressive. Like, I'm so excited to see it. So if anyone is interested, check out... Can I do my own plug-in here? <laughs> yeah, Cheeky of little course promo. Yeah, of course. www.-22.jp <laughs> Oh, wow. That's, like, so easy. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Got that domain. <laughs> So I'm sure we'll have a new I'm sure we'll have a new website in the future though. You can always like let us know. We'll definitely plug it in mm-hmm. our on our social medias. Perfect, perfect. Yay. Mm-hmm. Of course. And where do you see Simply Fit going in the next five, ten years? You kinda touched upon I guess the short term goals, but in what do you see in the long term? That I can't actually really share because it will happen next year. But yeah, I mean, five, 10 years, I just see it continuously growing. And, um, you know, I've also had so many opinions myself this year with Simply Fit. Like I realized that, you know, with Dash 22, like my whole concept was to simplify lives and like eliminate stress and like empower people. And that's really what Simply Fit is all about too. So they're kind of like, even though I'm calling it a sub-brand or a different company or whatever it is, like it kind of is the same. Just reinvented version from the epiphanies that I've had personally and so I'm sure there will be many more epiphanies and um, I'm excited to see what can come out of the rest of the year and next year and five years from now I don't even know 10 years oh my gosh how old will I even be (laughs) (laughs) amazing we'll probably see it like I don't know worldwide I can imagine it (laughs) that would be exciting yeah you know as I said before, I really do understand the whole like working alone because it is your baby and you you always feel like you know what's right for your baby. And again, it was hard for me to kind of ask for help. So I wanted to ask you, what does Lana mean to Slippy Fit? And what does Lana also mean to Dash 22? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I think um, I think that's exactly what I was asking myself the other day and what I needed my mom to kind of walk me through because yeah like why do I choose to be an entrepreneur you know because it is a choice Mm. that I made for myself I could easily go to Mm. you know find a a different job where I'm an employer um, instead of being my own employee but yeah I think it goes back to what I was saying about challenging myself like I'm always looking to do better and I'm always looking to learn more and grow more and why Mm -hmm. I have that innate desire I wish I could tell you I really don't know but um, (laughs) based off of the conversation I had with my mom it definitely sounds like it was something that was always just a part of who I was and um, even as a kid, too, I did have some entrepreneur, pre- I can never pronounce that word. Oh, my gosh. Entrepreneurial <laughs> um, <laughs> tendencies. Like, I remember 
when I was um, maybe like eight, I don't know, I wanted to invent a banana case that was inflatable so that when you finish eating your banana, I actually literally have a banana peel Ooh. right here. But when you finish eating your <laughs> banana, then you don't have to have that giant case in your bag. You can like squish it down and it won't take up space. Oh, that's oh, so Yeah, gosh. right? Maybe I should patent that. <laughs> Take this out of the yeah, podcast. I'm going to go invent it. that. <laughs> <Okay, well. laughs> Don't shake it. You can leave it in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was my idea when I was like eight. And I was like ready to like contact like factories in China and like have this like whole plan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like not, wow. not really a normal child. <laughs> Dang. You should have done that when you were eight. Like you could have been like a billionaire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not too late. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't really eat bananas that often, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Low-key, I, like, like, we posted her eating a banana for Let's Detox. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a fake. I'm an imposter. (laughs) I are false advertising guys. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, currently, you are in Tokyo, and you know how fast-paced the city is. But how do you personally detox? Yeah, what do I do to detox? Because I am quite a go, go, go type of person. And I'm always like 10 steps ahead. And Mm -hmm. I too have learned the hard way, the importance of self-care and really slowing down and, you know, giving time to yourself and the repercussions, repercussions that come with not doing that multiple breakdowns have occurred (laughs) yeah like I feel like the number one most important thing and I guess the recommendation that I would give to anyone who's listening in on this podcast is to really do what you love like find find something that you're passionate about it's okay if you don't know what your passion is now or if you know what your passion is now then like great freaking act on it uh what are you waiting for But if you don't know what your passion is, just follow your curiosity and see where that leads you. But I feel like when you're following your curiosity and you you come from a place of curiosity instead of a place of judgment, you start to begin to have more compassion for yourself. And um, when you are doing something that you're passionate about, even if it's not like your main job, but at least have like a little passion project or a side hustle or something right that's gonna add more energy into your life just gonna make your life a lot easier and kind of help you detox because I guess like when we think of detox you know you're eliminating toxins from your body which by doing so is giving you more energy and so Mm -hmm. you know what you can think of your life as something that needs to be detoxed as well not just your body so eliminating the toxins and adding and then by doing that you get more energy so I feel like a lot of people and I said this in the beginning of the podcast too they kind of have these self what is it called self-limiting beliefs where they think like oh I have to do this because of this or I can't do that because of this and I really encourage you to take a step back and ask yourself why and where those thoughts are coming from Because yes, maybe your job is really important right now, even though it's making you miserable. You know, I think that's something that's sadly very, very common. But why do you feel like you have to stick through this? 
And if, you know, if it is something that you do have to actually do, like maybe you have a lot of debt and this is, you know, something that you have to do short term until you can um, pay off your bills or whatever your reason is, then at least be doing something during that time that's going to fuel you and bring that energy back to you because that job is draining the energy, right? So you want to have that balance of, you know, there are some things in life that are going to be draining and that's kind of just the way it is. You know, we can't all be sunshines and rainbow, but at the same time, make sure that you're incorporating things that are bringing you that fuel again, lighting that fire in your soul, that passion, you know, passion, we associate the fire element with it for a reason because it gives us that energy to keep going. It's like an oven. We're like all ovens, right? Got to add the got to add the heat, got to add the fuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really great advice. I think a lot of people can take that, especially cuz now, you know, people either have college, have credit card debt, you know, that's not the end, guys. It's exactly what Lana said. Like, find mm-hmm. something that you're passionate about, but also remember that there is life that you have to, you know, do. But that's yeah. just, that's how it is. You know, you can't just stay stagnant. I really like how you mentioned how, you know, when you were eight, you kind of had this idea of, you know, to do this and this and do that. Is there, what what advice could you give yourself to your younger self? Mm, nothing, actually. <laughs> She's like, I got this already. No, but like, the thing is... <laughs> I feel like I've made so many mistakes, like so, so many mistakes, you know, but ultimately every single thing that I went through led me to exactly where I am today. And although my life is nowhere near perfect, I'm still learning every day. I know that if something was slightly different in my childhood or even yesterday, you know, my life could be so different today. And mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. I'm still on this journey. I'm still, you know, growing and changing and evolving. But I know that this path that I'm on is the path that is meant for me. And I just, yeah, I think when you can think of that, like appreciate all the challenges that you went through and be excited for all the challenges that are yet to come life just becomes this like beautiful exciting thing in your mind and um yeah you can just have such a more positive outlook on it that's great Mm -hmm. that's so true like i feel like if i changed one thing that i did when i was younger i i wouldn't be the person i am today yeah yeah no i totally feel the same amazing wow i feel like i went through a therapy <laughs> session through this podcast <laughs> it's like is she the one interviewing us Serena? no but same i like <laughs> felt it out of my heart locally so this is very therapeutic for me as well i feel detoxed <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that <laughs> yay well i think that wraps up all of our questions so where can people find your amazing services so my help coaching instagram is at life is easy but instead of the two s's in life is easy it's z's so i z and then e a z y because life is easy normally was taken um (laughs) and then yeah my dash 22 instagram is just dash 22 but 22 spelled in words i'm sure there will be a um simply fit uh instagram in the future as well uh so make sure to check out the description of this podcast for any updates but for now those are my two platforms and of course the website dash 22.jp 
Well, thank you, Lana. I'm really excited to see where your brands are going to be going. I I really believe in them, and I really love what you're doing for basically like not for yourself for basically the world but yeah thank you very much and thank you so much for having me and inviting me to this podcast i had such a great time talking to you both of course thanks again lana please rate comment and subscribe to our podcast we would love to hear your thoughts and what you would like us to talk about in our future episodes Thank you guys for listening in and you can tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play or any other platform you use. Also, we have a YouTube channel, Let's Detox, where we post a transcribed version of the episode. Make sure to keep updated by following our social medias on Instagram and Facebook at Let's Detox Official and Twitter at Detox With Us. And always remember, work hard and detox harder.